This episode of the Nocturnal Disney Podcast is brought to you by Palms and Parks. They are high-quality t-shirts and tank tops that have cool, fun designs that help show off your love for Disney in a unique and smart way. Visit them at palmsandparks.com and check out what their store has to offer. There's something there for everyone. A warm welcome back to those of you who made it, and a friendly word of warning, something you won't find in any guidebook. The next time you turn on a new podcast on the highway late at night, make sure you know just what kind of show you're hearing, or you may find yourself a permanent resident of the Nocturnal Disney Podcast. Oh, I love it when I'm nasty. This is the day your dreams come true. Be prepared for sensational news. Oh, milk my dad! It's wrecking Ralph! And where do we put What? Okay, fine, fine, I'm cool, I'm fine. I'm disinclined to acquiesce to your request. <laughs> Means no. Ah, but there's a new order now. Hammond. Hammond, that's obviously Captain. Oh, My friends, we are about to embark on the most odious, the most evil, the most diabolical scheme of my illustrious career. But before the sun sets on her 16th birthday, she shall prick her finger on the spindle of a spinning wheel and die. You are not. Game, set, match. Thank you for joining us for episode 24 of the Nocturnal Disney Podcast. My name is Bryce, and this is Chris. Say hi, man. Hey, what's up, everybody? We appreciate you listening. If you want to join our discussion, you can join us on Facebook. Just search Nocturnal Disney Podcast and join our little group. You can email me at my new email. Bryce at NocturnalDisneyPodcast.com. That's B-R-I-C-E at NocturnalDisneyPodcast.com. And you can say something quick to me on Twitter at Disney Nocturnal. You can also find me on Instagram at the Nocturnal Disney Podcast, all separated by underscores. We have absolutely nothing to talk about this week. Yeah, news is kind of a... It's not that much going on, man. Nothing whatsoever, but we did not want to skip a week, so we have decided... To do a top five list. Yes, we did. All right. This one's uh, about love. Isn't it just? <laughs> <laughs> so without further ado, let's just jump into it. Let's go. And now, our feature presentation. All right, guys. Well, I would like to welcome my wife, Jamie, into the studio. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, we are doing excellent. That's good. You needed to get a lady in on the show when it comes to uh, this this top five list. An That's expert. what I'm saying. Need a lady's touch. An expert, if I would say so. Oh, would you now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bryce will be the judge of that. <laughs> You've now just put a lot of pressure on yourself. You know that, right? <laughs> I have enough confidence on my list to think that. Don't let your list mess you up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, seeing as we've kind of you know, teased it a little bit now, let's go ahead and introduce it. We are doing a top five list of Disney couples, and that is Disney couples, period. All of Disney. 
Disney proper, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, everything. And apparently, I did not uh, communicate that very well to my two co-hosts here. It's okay. I actually okay. changed one of them out. Did so you I'm really? Good. I'm good. I'm happy now. I'm really happy now with my list. <laughs> well, fantastic. So, Jamie, you want to start? Go ahead and give us the number five on your list. My number five is the adorable Lady and the Tramp. Basic. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Explain yourself. We were talking earlier about whose list was going to be the most basic when it comes to the Disney couples. So we might be jabbing each other throughout the show. Oh, no, there will be jabs. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that they're, well, they weren't on my list originally, but then it came on it because we were talking about it. I could add animals onto the couple list. And it, I was like, oh, I didn't even think about these two. I love their relationship in the movie. Well, animals have feelings too. <laughs> and they express <laughs> love apparently because there's a whole movie about it. They share spaghetti. Uh, it's just a it's a cute movie. It's not enough for me to love it to number one, two, or three, but I do do appreciate them as a couple. That's possibly one of the most iconic Disney scenes. As I was about to say. Yeah. Ever. Mm-hmm. Like that ranks up Not there. even Disney scenes like in film history. Yes. Is them with the spaghetti and mm-hmm. then they end up kissing. I mean, that has to be one of the most iconic shots. And possibly one of the most recreated shots. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> That along with Simba being hoisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody gets a new baby or a new kitty mm-hmm. up in the air. <laughs> Today you can go on Instagram and you'll still see videos of people doing that <laughs> with each other, with animals. It doesn't matter. I love when they did it in Modern Family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was oh, so, yeah. so funny. So why why is that your top five? Now the thing is is like I really don't remember much about the movie. Yeah, I don't remember much. Like either. their their love, like as far as now talking about the couple, because we talked about the yeah. scene. Yeah, you know this was couples, not necessarily the scene. Maybe so. maybe that's because that maybe that's what made me choose them because we're like oh we're want to know what movie Disney movie encompasses the best couple, and I would go to them. And they would have to get props for that because it's just the movie is them being a couple and exploring that dynamic between the two of them. And it's just a, a memorable, memorable movie for that. It's kind of like on the title, Lady and the Tramp. Yeah. He does fight off a pack of wild dogs to save her. It's true. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. And it is cool to see the dynamic of him being essentially a feral dog <laughs> right. and her being owned by somebody. Like the sadness in his voice when he's like, you have a muzzle? Why do, you, why do you have a muzzle? And then he takes her to a zoo to have a beaver cut it off her face. Like, that's love if I've ever seen it. He's going the extra mile. <laughs> yep. Why do you have a muzzle on your face? See, you're talking about it and I want to go watch it now. That's a cute movie. It is a cute movie. And you're going to be able to see the remake next year on Disney+. Plus. Plugged. I, that wasn't planned at all. <laughs> it really wasn't. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Chris, what's your five, man? All right, five. This is the one that I said that I switched out now with now that I knew that it was just beyond the Disney characters. Um, Indiana Jones and Miriam from the Raiders of the Lost Ark and that one that we pretend that never happened. But <laughs> the reason why she stands out above all the others is because their chemistry. They worked really well together in Raiders of the Lost Ark. She was tough, tough as nails. That's know? what I liked about her is she wasn't a complete waste of space mm-hmm. the way 
the girlfriend is in Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. Cannot remember for the life of me her name. Other than she's annoying and she screams so much. She really does. And then you have the German girl and the uh, the Nazi chick in, in The Last Crusade. But this one, you got a sense of history because they talked about how they knew each other. But she was not intimidated by him at all. <laughs> and, and I think he kind of liked that. It was, It's different than the other girls that he was with, you know, like someone who can kind of challenge him, who's not afraid. I mean, she punched him in the face. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's love. Which is a weird thing to do because that's where you started. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where we come in to the Indiana Jones franchise mm-hmm. is with him and Miriam. And then they kind of go backwards. Yeah, with the- but you know what? The one thing I did like about the Crystal Skull, even though we like to pretend it didn't happen, is that they did talk about how they did go together, you know, and then they ended up having the kid. So, I mean, and then when they, the cool parts about that movie is that when they actually do meet up, it's almost like uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark again. Like, that chemistry between the two is really good again. You know what I'm saying? Let's not compare Raiders of the Lost Ark to Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. No, I just meant as far as actors and the way that they portrayed themselves as the characters. Yeah, they didn't miss a beat. No, and and that's what's really cool is that, you know, they they obviously are a life couple. You know what I'm saying? Even though they've been through all sorts of stuff. Yeah. You know, um, but yeah, they're my top five. I like them. I like it. I like it. My number five, they're adorable. And they're not really a couple- through 95% of the movie, but that's not for lack of this little guy trying. Wally wants to get with Eve so bad in the <laughs> beginning of that movie, and then by the end he does, and it's adorable. It <laughs> fills my heart with joy. Wow. Exactly. That's pretty good, Jimmy. I always practice that. <laughs> <laughs> when Eve comes to Earth, and then she shuts down because she found the pod, Poor little Wally, he has no idea what's going on. And Eve is the first thing he's seen in hundreds of years. And so he goes to such great lengths to keep her alive and keep her well. Like, it's so cute. You see the meme on Facebook all the time of the old couple, and they're sitting on either end of the park bench, and they're mad, but the guy's Mm. holding the umbrella over her head. Mm. Like, just because I'm mad at you doesn't mean I don't love you. (laughs) It's cute. And they're doing that in this movie, man. Wally's sitting there with the umbrella. He gets electrocuted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's cute. He goes to space for her. He said, I no longer want to be on this planet if it is not with Eve. And so then he takes a fire hydrant and skims across the rings of Saturn to get to his mechanical bay. And I think that's adorable. And then it all pays off at the end. Because when Wally is in trouble and he needs Eve's help, she goes ballistic. Wally's house is a little trailer. All Eve has to do is just walk him back outside after she puts his eye on and let him charge. She doesn't have time for that nonsense. She blasts a hole in his ceiling and (laughs) takes him outside like that. (laughs) That's amazing. I think that's adorable. It's true love. And you don't realize how much you want these two characters to be together until Wally reboots and he's not there. And you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. Little guy, no. What? Why have you, where have you gone? And Eve is distraught. Yeah. She's a robot. She shouldn't be distraught. But she is. 
And that just makes me happy. Because we always hear terrifying stories about robots and AI and mm -hmm. the different places that they can go. Mm -hmm. I hate you, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> sure, she hates you too. <laughs> she does. I verbally abuse Alexa every chance I get. No. Maybe that's why. <laughs> but in any case, they're in my top five because it's just a, such a subtle relationship that they build. And then once you get to the end, man, and you're like, oh, no, they're actually not going to get together. I didn't even know I wanted this, but clearly I do because I'm sad for them. That is a that is good world building, man. Okay. That made me very happy. All That's right. good. It's a good pick. Good pick, buddy. Thank you. I thought so, too. <laughs> Jamie, please regale us of tales of your number four pick. <laughs> All right. My number four is Roxanne and Max. <laughs> can you guess where they're from yes that's why I was saying I was saying earlier I'm like I know the dad's name but I cannot remember his son's name and then it hit me and it's Max <laughs> <laughs> that is a good pick it I didn't is. even think about them not basic mm -hmm. was it nope. not basic at all thank you they were actually gonna be in my top five I just removed them <laughs> really <laughs> yep good save them the, for me the internet yeah. killed them for me I never wanted to think of Max as a lumberjack Ever, <laughs> and the internet did that to me, so it's upsetting. That's one good thing about the movie, though. It really, like, I mean, I don't think they're together in number two. Number two, no, they're like, not together. I think they broke up or something. Right. But it kind of brings you back, you know, like, when you're that young and you're having, you know, feelings at that age. That's why I like them, because they I were say, such a relatable. Dare I say puppy love? Puppy love. <laughs> 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 Yeah, they were just oh, they were so cute. And they were it was a typical he was a dork, he was geeky, and then he had Roxanne and she was the she was a looker, but she was also very modest and shy and they had that dynamic and it was a very realistic uh relationship, teenage relationship, if you will. Yeah. I mean he went above and beyond for her. Mm -hmm. He really did. Got expelled for her. Mm-hmm. And then got to the Powerline concert oh, and danced with Powerline. For her. Yep. Dude's just, the man. Just for a moment. I know these movies are escapism, and I know that they're fun, and they're not supposed to be taken seriously. Right. That last scene where Max and Goofy are dancing with Powerline mm -hmm. would never in a million years happen today. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Jamie and Jared went to go see an Ailstorm concert. Mm -hmm. Pirate metal. We are on the <laughs> stage. Like... We are touching the stage. This guy jumped up on stage and got speared right off by a security guard. <laughs> right, pushed right. him off into the crowd. <laughs> it was really funny. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine. And that's Ailstorm. I love Ailstorm. Jamie enjoys Ailstorm. But they're not Powerline. No. Powerline was supposed to be they a are combination. They not Powerline, Bryce. No, they're not, not many people are Powerline. Okay. <laughs> it was supposed to be a combination of Michael Jackson and Prince. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you had somebody who's a combination of Michael Jackson and Prince and you dared set foot on the stage, you would be shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Especially now with the world we live in. I mean, exactly. man would be dead. Oh, yeah. Goofy and Max would just be flat out shot. I do love that <laughs> song, though, man. Yeah? I, I, that's a great song. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's catchy. It really is. <laughs> We're talking more about Paralyzed than we are about Max. <laughs> But I think about that movie and I think about that, which brings in Max, so yeah. it all ties in. Yeah. 
<laughs> Man, and you saw the love on Roxanne's face that she felt when she saw Max on TV. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. he did it. Yeah. Yeah. I like it wasn't a superficial love either. It was, you know, like I said, they had their their realistic teenage moments. Yeah. But and it that's, was not, and that's, it what, was that's what's great about it. It's a very teenaged uh, romance movie, yeah, you know? Very and, endearing. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like it. I like it. I like it too. Chris, what about your man? Uh, David and Nani from Lilo and Stitch. No. Now, the reason why I say that, you got to read into the movie, my friend. Okay, not everybody is Beauty and the Beast. Not everybody is Snow White where some dude just sees you lying there and he just picks you up and for some reason you think that's romantic. This is David, okay? And David sees Nani and Lilo and they don't have any parents. She's working multiple jobs. And he is always positive. He is always there for her. And and Lilo. He's almost annoyingly positive. The dude is <laughs> insanely positive and not annoyingly because they need it in that movie. They really do. Because that's the thing. Her parents are gone. Yeah. She, she's Depressing. getting threatened with her sister being taken away. Right. And he is there. And the, one of the best scenes of the movie is when he, t- when he walks up to them. She's been looking for jobs the whole day. Stitch has been screwing it up for her. <laughs> and they're sitting on the beach. She's all depressed. And David just walks up to her and he's just like, let's surf. Yeah. You know? And, and you know, you can see he really cared not just about Nani, but he cared about Lilo as well. Right. And it was nice because Nani had such a, like a driven outlook because mm-hmm. obviously she's she going to lose her sister. But then to give her somebody like David who is a little more laid back and like, look, We've done all that we can tonight. Literally, we cannot do anything more. Let's just relax. Let's have a little bit of fun. Mm-hmm. And that's nice. Yeah. I love the scene in the restaurant where he catches on fire. And <laughs> he walks up to her and he's just like, hey, you want to go out on a date? And she's like, you know, we've been through this. Because obviously this isn't his first time asking her to go out. Yeah. And Lilo's like, it's okay. She likes your butt. She thinks your hair is fancy. I read it in her diary. Like... I mean, that's just fantastic. Yeah, that movie is very funny. It is. It yeah. is very funny. It's very cute. But it's just a it's a couple that you won't think about, but it's something you kinda gotta you kinda gotta look at it a little bit more. Look at it a little bit deeper, but you can see that it's there. Sure. Absolutely. And then at the very end of the movie you see that they get together and then you got all these photographs on Lilo and Stitch's wall, them traveling to different places yeah. and David's in it. So That's I really one of like my that. favorite parts of that movie. Mm-hmm. It, especially because they build up throughout the movie how much Lilo cares about photos, especially the photo of her family. And then she's adding to them with all the tourists. Yeah. And then she starts adding more of her family. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little scene because she's saying, I'm past it. I got what I need. Right. That makes me happy. All right, Bryce. What's your number four, dude? My number four, it was one of my favorite Disney movies growing up as a kid, this is one of the movies that I would watch and then rewind and then watch it again and then rewind it and then watch it again. It's Disney's first true, true hipster couple. It's Roger and Anita from 101 Dalmatians. (laughs) They are so stinking cute. They're not in the movie very much. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously it's about Penguin and Perdita, but... Man, when they're there, they have an adorable, adorable little life together. Mm -hmm. Like, Roger's playing his music. I love the scene 
where he's just slowly creating the song Cruella de Vil. And then by the end, he's just stomping, jumping up and down on the floor, causing a ruckus. And he's spinning Anita all all over the place. And she's like, Roger, she'll hear you. He's like, good. (laughs) 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 And they're fun and they're loving, but they're also very, very protective of their family, of their dogs. Mm -hmm. Cruella de Vil... I mean, say what you want. She is a fairly menacing villain. Like, she is very in-your-face, very loud. That coat, even though she is a very, very tiny woman, that coat makes her look gigantic, (laughs) right? She looks like a bear. Yeah. So then you have this giant bear of a woman shouting in your face, and he's like, I'm not selling you a single one of my puppies. And he rips it up. Good for Roger. Made me very happy. Good for him. Yeah. He's very protective and very caring. And Pongo loved that stuff, man. He went crazy. He's like, yeah. He's like, my pet told her off. (laughs) These are my kids. Exactly. (laughs) That's a good pick. I almost picked that one, too, just because I appreciate, too, the respect that they had for each other. Yeah. Like, they were very loving, as you said, respected each other, loyal to themselves, but also to their, their family and it didn't matter what happened. They were going to stick together. Yeah. Can we just discuss this for a moment? I don't think any other couple in all of Disney lore has ever met in such an adorable way oh, yeah. as Roger and Anita. The dogs were involved in that? Exactly. That was the cute. only reason that they got <laughs> together is because of Pongo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not even Perdita. Perdita That's wanted true. nothing to do with it. Nope. <laughs> Oh, man. Good pick, buddy. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Jamie, number three is on the horizon, and i very much like to know what it is. I'm going to say these people, and you guys are going to be like, who? Because I feel like every girl that listens to the podcast might be like, yes. So just keep that in mind. They are from a Disney show. They were turned into a movie. They are Lizzie McGuire and Gordo. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> You had a lead in shows, huh? (laughs) I said they were a movie. And they were a movie. She does make a point. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, you're going to have to explain this to me because... (laughs) uh, I have no reference point for this at all. It's mine. Well, I really wanted to see that, you know, (laughs) Dragon Ball Z was on, so... (laughs) 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 All right. So, these... These people, this show, was something I grew up with. It was on the Disney Channel. It was a show that I just, I binged. And I even found it on YouTube and binged more in like the last couple years. But the thing I like about them, they were they were in high school together. They were best friends. And the relationship started there. And then as they, um, you know, they got older, they went through, they were always there for each other. But Gordo always had a crush on Lizzie. Lizzie was a girl that was just very oblivious to it. And when she finally... Well, with a name like Gordo. (laughs) (laughs) Gordo is great, man. (laughs) Was that her loving pet name for him? No, that was his name. Really? Yeah. That poor kid. Wait till my next one. It's a weird name, too. His parents hated him. (laughs) Gordo. (laughs) Gordo. (laughs) Hey, where's your son? What's his name? It's Fat. <laughs> it's like he was, the nickname he was of an Spanish Italian too. mafia guy. 
Oh no, did I have the name right? Yeah, he was Spanish. <laughs> Yo, Gordo. <laughs> Finally, I mean, it took forever. It took multiple years of seamless seasons went on and on and on and on before even I think the movie is when they really started exploring their relationship a little. This show is great too because not only we talk about their relationship, but it goes through the normal uh, adolescent things that teenage girls go through. And she has to, Gordo has to watch her take on, not that she dated a million guys, but she had guys and she talked to Gordo about them, her best friend. She had another girl that was her best friend too. They All three of them hung out together. That can be heartbreaking. Miranda. <laughs> yeah, so it was very heartbreaking. It was hard for them. And uh, finally, she saw Gordo was the one guy in her life that was always there for her. He didn't treat her like these other guys did. And that's when finally they were able to, you know, get a... A kiss. There were fireworks and explosions, and it was wonderful. (laughs) (laughs) Well. All right, then. Well, one thing that we could say about this is that (laughs) at the very least, you have... Okay, the things we're talking about are done in a couple of hours, if that. That's true. Mm. This has years and years of building and history. So, I mean, like, I can understand why maybe you think that that's... Really crazy because I mean you got all this background, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, right? So I mean you had all this time to develop the characters for her to sleep around with everybody else <laughs> and then come back to Gordo. She was a very modest girl. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Poor it Gordo. was Disney we're talking about here. Little disclaimer: me and Chris have never ever <laughs> once seen an instant of Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna watch it later. Have fun, buddy. <laughs> have fun. Problem is, I make her watch so much of my stuff, I can't even be like, no. Exactly. <laughs> I'm a trooper, too. I always say yes. Yeah. and But the thing is, you always like my shows, and I think I've liked one of your shows. <laughs> Gilmore Girls is not a bad show. Thank you. Chris, buddy, tell me what your number three is. Um, My number three is Finn Rider and Rapunzel. And it, has to, and it has to be them. <laughs> Basically because... They are completely different from each other. Right. When they meet, he had a completely different like means to use her. She was using him to, you know, to accomplish the ends. They hated each other. One of my favorite scenes is when she's like so happy to leave and then she's like <laughs> depressed and he's just sitting there in the background just like just waiting and he's like, "Okay, let's go." And the journey is really cool cuz then, you know, they fall in love with each other, and it has the probably the coolest moment in all of Disney's with the the lantern scene with mm-hmm. them on the lake. It's one of the more beautiful moments in them recognizing how they truly feel. And you know, he goes from being what you would say is a complete douche to being this hero at the very end who puts his life on the line literally for her, and who you know he and, and he proves it in the end when he could get healed and he cuts her hair off. So, you know, it Mm -hmm. ends everything right there, you know, and he was willing to die for that. So, and that was the story of how he died. Word. So, (laughs) I like them. I think they're a great couple. They're cute. I love Flynn and Rapunzel. I love Flynn and Rapunzel so much that I actually put them at number one. Yeah. I think they are great. I really, really do. One of my favorite scenes from that movie is. When he's tied up and they're going back and forth, she's like, I have chosen to trust you. Like, ah, that's a terrible decision, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
it reminded me of Sebastian and Mia mm-hmm. from La La Land. There's a song called A Lovely Night, and they have that kind of banter back and forth where she says something and he makes a, co- a real quick comment about it, and they had a great relationship, and so did Flynn and Rapunzel. And that's what kind of mm-hmm. makes them a little bit different than all the other romances in Disney, you know? It's really cool to see their banter back and forth. And, like, literally, like, they don't like each other. <laughs> like, they nah. both really find themselves annoying. She's annoying. He's, you know, just full of himself and kind of a douche. <laughs> and you think he is, too. I mean, and there's so many great moments between them. Like, she keeps hitting him over the face with a pan. Yeah. yeah. Like, that is just gold. That, that is <laughs> fantastic. Really is. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, man, I mean, I, it's hard to say no to them. I know they're, they're kind of basic. But I feel like they're not at the same time. I mean, they're not your classical uh, couple that, you know, normally people would associate with it. You know? It's not Belle and Beast. It's not Snow White and Charming. Mm-hmm. You know, like, here's the thing. It's a number, it's a top five Disney's couple list. Mm-hmm. You're going to be hard pressed not to put a princess and a prince on that list, at least somewhere. But exactly. the thing is, is that he wasn't, and that's what was pretty cool. He wasn't until you know until she found out she was a princess, and they obviously get together right at See, the end of the movie. And that, <laughs> and I, what I love is the very end is like, and after many, many times of asking, <laughs> I finally said yes. <laughs> like I mean, there. Okay. I mean, and you can tell like it. It they're the way they talk with each other. You can tell that there's love because they, they just. They're playing a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's not just like, I love you. You know what I'm saying? It's very playful the way they talk with each other. Right. Flynn reminds me of like the next level of Aladdin. Mm. Like if Aladdin was a Pokemon and he evolved, he'd evolve into Flynn Rider. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) Which I enjoy Flynn Rider's character over Aladdin. So do I. So So. do I. And they're frequently compared because they are similar. Mm -hmm. But- but Flynn, Flynn Rider's technically even worse than he is because he's stealing because he's a poor. Right. Flynn is just stealing. He's stealing. <laughs> yeah. He's a con artist. He's like, I'll be honest about it. And he wants his nose to be correct on these wanted posters. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. <laughs> it, it's so good. I've only seen that movie one time. You need really? to see it again. One time, and it's been years. You need to but see I don't it again. It. Yeah. You need to see it again. It'll be like a whole thing with Frozen. Like, I don't like Frozen. You're watching Frozen right now. <laughs> oh my God, that was amazing. Yeah, I agree. This one I agree on. Yeah. And that's the thing with Tangled. Like, it came out at a at a weird time. Not everyone saw It's something that now people are appreciating. Like, I talk to more people about it and they're like, oh my God, Tangled. But you know why yeah. that movie, in my opinion, didn't do very well? Hmm. It's because the marketing for that movie was trash. It was. I love Disney. Mm-hmm. Do a Disney show. But I did not see that in theaters because I watched the previews for that. I was like, that looks horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was fantastic. Yeah. And in my and in this new like renaissance era of Disney movies, it holds my number two spot. Mm. Wreck-It Ralph, Tangled, and then Moana. Mm. Like, I love Tangled. So... It's really sad to see Disney put out garbage trailers because it really does hurt them. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It sure. does. So, buddy, what is your number three? You have a smile on your face. You seem very pleased with yourself. Yes. Well, if we remember back to moments ago when I said that you're right, Rapunzel and Flynn <laughs> are not basic. They're not like Bell and Beast. 
Bell and Beast is my number three. <laughs> 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 hmm. Very basic, but you know what? But they're they're one that I kind of you gotta give them an excuse for because the characters are so well done. They yeah. are so good, and the relationship is one that builds so well. It was another one that was kind of like even Wally, where you don't. I mean. It's more in your face and blatant than I would say more like Tangled. Yeah, Mm -hmm. because they don't like each other. Yeah, they're opposites. I'm talking specifically about the one from the cartoon. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. The full animated one, not the live action. That's the one I'm going to. Because in this one, there are certain things that Beast does that clues Belle into the fact of, hey, Beast is not a terrible guy. Mm -hmm. He's not a terrible guy. He gives her a room. Mm-hmm. And in my opinion, that small change of having of having Lumiere give her the room in the live action versus the Beast, it's really detrimental because Beast is so annoyed <laughs> in the first one. She's like, I, I don't have to stay in the cell. It's like, do you want to stay here? Because you can if you want. <laughs> yeah. like, no. Oh, then let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's being nice but firm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Not only that, but then... You see them, I mean, it's, they put it in a song, something there, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. It is a very well done relationship. It's one you don't see coming. That's what I like about, if you're going to tell a story about love or a couple, don't make it so obvious that you're like, well, call that one. Yeah. And I mean, even up to the halfway point. Belle just straight up leaves. She's like, yeah, I made a promise. I don't care. I'm leaving right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then B saves her from getting eaten. Yeah, yeah, Which yeah. is nice. Which, you know, mm-hmm. it moves you up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep the main female lead alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, dude, it's a, that's a good pick, though. You know, I mean, it's it's one of those, like I said, just like Tangled, where it's like you love seeing the banter between them. They completely hate each other for a little bit. Well, I mean, he doesn't really hate her, but he's annoyed with her. Yeah. She hates him because of what she did to his, from what he did to her dad. You know what I mean? like, Oh, sure. It's not just like it's kind of love at first sight or annoyed at first sight or just, you know, he's hideous. It's like, no, he's a douche because he took my dad and threw him in jail, <laughs> you know, and then threw me in jail, basically. And it's not a superficial love, obviously, because it's called Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. So it's not about the classic, you know, uh, what is this, a show they have on TV when you give the rose, the mm-hmm. bat- blatch. The blatcher. Mm-hmm. Bachelorette? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which is about looks and all that. It's right. It's a very non-superficial mm-hmm. movie about a couple. And they have the most best, probably the most romantic song in all of Disney mm-hmm. in Beauty and the Beast okay. when they're dancing in the ballroom. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's, that's, Without a doubt. that's the moment, right? Yeah, I agree. Again, one of the most iconic shots in all of Disney. It is. You, if you look up to the ceiling at a certain point, you see Stitch running around. <laughs> 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 And you know what else makes this makes them such a great couple is their voice actors. Paige O'Hare and Robbie Benson do such a good job as Belle and Beast. Mm-hmm. It's great. Like when Beast is yelling at her, it's like, you will come down for dinner. Yeah. That's not a request. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. I love it. And you can see how 
just uncomfortable he is being nice. Mm -hmm. But then once he does make that switch, okay, well, I can see where Bell would find him to be a good guy. Speaking of the voice acting, I love the moment when Lumiere just goes, you look so, so, and Beast is just like stupid. Like just the <laughs> way he said it was really good. Yeah, man, I I really like that movie. There's a reason it was the first animated movie to be nominated for a Best Picture Oscar because yeah. it is bloody brilliant. Yeah. It's really good. It oh, is. Yeah. It's very, I very agree. good. Jamie, talk to me. Number two. I want to know what it is. All right. Number two. He wants to know what love is. <laughs> Let me show you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is the adorable, cute, weird name girl and guy. Her name is weird. Her name is Topanga. And her love interest is Corey. What is going on? <laughs> she went like hardcore 90s live action Disney. Oh, I'm TV. glad you recognized it. She did. Yeah. Boy Meets World, right? Yep. Yeah, cause I've never watched that show either. <laughs> I didn't even know it was Boy Meets World because I don't know what Boy Meets World is. Oh, that's sad. I heard of Boy Meets World. I just. It's a great, 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 great show. Didn't and... it have Shia LaBeouf on it? No. Which one was that one? That was Even Stevens. Oh. <laughs> he did not make it. <laughs> so, anyways. I mean, Just do it, Jamie. Similar to my other choice, my third one. These are a couple that were, as you mentioned, they were a 90s Disney sitcom. They didn't make a movie, however they should have. But their relationship was in college. And, I mean, they, well, they knew each other since they were little kids, too, and they were best friends. But they always were very, they were dating and they had fights. And they were, you were like, oh, are they going to be together? They're not going to be together? Because they constantly like would be years apart from each other. There's even a even a part in that show where they go to Disney World together when they were in like I think elementary school. It's really cute and it's shot at Disney. You see their relationship like as young young kids there. And... All sitcoms in the '90s went to Disney. Did they? Yeah. Who? Full House went to Disney. Roseanne went to Disney. Did that they? That was really funny. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Seinfeld never went to Disney though. Bryce they didn't is disappointed sell out with that. I am actually disappointed. <laughs> I would have loved to see Jerry on <laughs> Ring Space Mountain. Kramer, put your hands down. No. <laughs> <laughs> so once again, you're going with something that has a history. Yeah. It's the same trend here. Yeah. <laughs> At what point in the show did they end up getting together? That's the thing. They were always together, though. It's not like Lizzie, Lizzie and Gordo where they weren't together. They were just best friends. And... Uh, they just broke up a lot of times, and that was the that's what kind of grasped grabbed you if you grabbed you because you're like, oh my gosh, what's happening? I love them together. They're perfect together. Yeah. Why why would they not be together? And it you see that they were always good for each other, and they balanced each other out really well. Like there was even one part in that show where uh, I think she even dated his his best friend, which they were like, what? Scandalous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's. It's got a lot of dynamics. It's a fantastic show, but the couple themselves, I love them as a couple. Okay. I recommend it. <laughs> All right. Well, All I'm right. sure that there are people in our audience that enjoy that. Uh, the girls are fan, That's the thing. Well, me and you were, this is why we needed a girl on this show. Oh, yes. So <laughs> I'm giving you my perspective. There you go. <laughs> and that's why I wanted you here. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> well, thank you, Jamie. <laughs> Chris, 
Rise to the occasion, my friend. All right. My my number one and number two, I was fighting over how in what place I wanted to put them, whether the two should go to the one or the one should go to the two. That's how close they are for me. And this couple has maybe a total of a minute and 30 seconds, if that, in this movie, in all of Disney history. I have an idea, but go for it. It is the parents from Tarzan. That was wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, I just watched the scene before I came here. Now, we don't even know their names. That's the thing. Yes, it's we do. It's do o- yes, it's Ochnard and Aduna. Okay. Did from, you get Frozen. from Frozen. <laughs> Whatever. In any case, <laughs> in any busted. case, in any case, I love their minute and 30 seconds together. It is absolutely fantastic. When he is lowering her down, you know, he's staying on the ship. Dude is willing to get burnt alive to save his wife and his kid. Oh, sure. And then, like like I just said, the, it was a minute, 30 seconds only or something like that of, of screen time, but the emotions, and they don't mm-hmm. say anything. There's no words spoken, but it's all done in the way they look each other, all done in the animation style that they do. Like, she lands in the water because it breaks, right? She lands in the water, and it, she looks at Tarzan for a second just to make sure he's okay, and then is immediately like, Where's my husband? He goes jumping into the water. He gets in the boat. And they were just so happy to be with each other at that moment. Mm. They get to the island. And she is not like a damsel. She doesn't, you know, you know what I'm saying? She's not a diva. She's there helping him build this. They're basically their new world, basically, you know? Yeah. Help building her treehouse. Right. And uh, you can just see that there's lots of love, lots of respect there. And then even up to the point where there's really nothing other than their dead bodies, because that's when the Tarzan's adopted ape mom comes in. She sees the gun on the floor and it tells kind of like a bit of a story. You know, you see that the dad or the wife, and that's the cool thing. They both appear strong and leaders. It could be either one of them who was trying to defend against uh, Sabor. You know what I'm saying? And they died together in the corner. I mean, it's again, it's not like a big romantic and they're not a huge couple. But in just that short amount of time with no dialogue, it showed a ton. Yeah. This is a lot about the way that their love came across in the movie. Mm-hmm. It didn't need a, it didn't need a whole movie or nope. many seconds at all, really, to nope, get that did, across. It did not. Yeah, it was almost like a precursor to Carl and Ellie from Up. You know, up, they took you all the way from when they were children mm-hmm. to when they were adults and old and Ellie died, of course. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in this, it was a premature murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sabor needed to get his food. Oh, no, and they show mm-hmm. the blood on the floor. Like, you know, he, he he straight up attacked them. But, I mean, like I said, like they died right next to each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it was just, yeah. you, you can tell that they were one. And what's really cool about the... The way they look too, features are all of Tarzan. It's really cool. Like his tar, like they they kind of showed the end throughout the animation. Like she had Tarzan had like his a uh, little bit of his mother's eyes. Right. You could clearly see the jawline that that was pretty much all his dad. Right. You know. So I just I just thought that that was awesome. It was. It was. Yeah. I really I really do like them. Mm-hmm. I really do like them. So what is your number two, Bryce? Mr. Incredible, incredible, <laughs> punching the... 
him. I love <laughs> Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl. I think they're a great couple, primarily because they're one of the couples that we get to spend the most time with throughout Disney. I mean, you have movies like Beauty and the Beast, and you have movies like Little Mermaid and stuff like that, where the two main characters do become a couple, mm. and you spend time with them for the majority of the movie, but within the first five minutes, I believe, those two get married. They're already a couple when you're joining the movie. Sure. They're already a couple. They get married immediately. And you can see, especially the way that they do it, going from the golden age of superheroes to the main timeline of the movie, how happy Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl are together. Then when you cut to the main timeline, Elastigirl is still trying to make it work. She still has a good attitude and has a beat about it. Mr. Incredible's depressed, and you can tell that. Mm-hmm. You know that. Mm-hmm. And it felt very real. Even though you're in a world of superheroes and it's all very big and bombastic, it still felt grounded in the story that they were telling because they were telling a story of, hey, this woman right here is married to this guy, but she thinks this guy is cheating on her. It was mm-hmm. all about a midlife crisis that Mr. Incredible was going through. Yeah. And that was great. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Yeah, they're a good couple. They're realistic again. We mentioned that before. They are a very realistic couple. Yeah. So it wasn't just all happy, happy. And they balance each other out. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It, not only like emotionally and all that kind of stuff, but physically as well, like with their powers oh, yeah. and whatnot. Elastigirl is probably one of the few people who could constrain Mr. Incredible if she ever needed to. I love that scene mm-hmm. where they're fighting. And she's like, it's not about you. And she just like powers over him, (laughs) you know, and it's that that was pretty cool. It was cool. And then they carry that over into the next movie in Incredibles 2 because people are saying, oh, it's basically the same movie. But in reverse, it's basically the same movie. Sure. But now instead of Mr. Incredible going out and trying to be a superhero and doing it like that, now Elastigirl's doing it. And now it's cool because you could see it from both sides. You can see it from the kids' point of view as how this is affecting their family. The Incredibles is a superhero movie, but it's not about superheroes. It's about the family. Mm-hmm. It is everything that every single Fantastic Four movie wishes it could be. <laughs> yep. And it's not. Yeah. Not even close. And now when Fantastic Four does make a good movie, it's going to look like a ripoff of The Incredibles. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Yeah, I love them. I love them together. Yeah, no, dude. They're they're a solid couple, man. They have so many good moments. And like you said, they balance each other out really well. Um, Again, it's not the lovey-dovey that we see that we're so accustomed to with every single movie. You know, more or less the earlier classics that we're kind of used to. Right. But Like Snow White and Charming. Right. And the best thing is, like you said, we do get two movies. We get two movies where we can kind of really see them build. You know, and it's it's interesting, too, because, I mean, she's not a damsel either. You know what I'm saying? At all. She's Mm -hmm. Again, like you said, there's an argument that I think she definitely could beat him in a fight. Like, there's almost like no... (laughs) There's no argument there, I don't think. Like, she would straight up beat him in a fight. And going back to your comment about the damsel, in the first minute of the movie, she's like, 
come on, girls, why would I want to retire when mm-hmm. I'm at the top of my game? Well, one thing I really do like about the movies is that when they're arguing, it doesn't go to that. Right. Exactly. You know, and, th- and that's what's really cool. Which goes back to them having respect, respect for each other. other. Right, yeah. right. There's no my powers are stronger than yours sort of thing. Right. And you they know? helped each other out mm-hmm. when it came to it. Oh, yes, because... If not for Elastigirl, Mr. Incredible would have not gotten off that island. Mm-hmm. Right. Good pick, buddy. Good pick. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Jamie, one. Give me. You're number one, Jamie. I mean, I feel like you kind of blew out the air on my first one because we've already done, we've already talked about my number one, but I haven't mentioned it because I just wanted to have my number one and talk about it. Okay. So I will sing about it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it is a tale as old as time. Beauty and the Beast. It's Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> nice. Nice. You know, like we mentioned, it would be almost rude, in my opinion, to have them not on the list. It doesn't mean they have to be on everyone's list, but mm-hmm. I had to have them. And I love that that yeah. relationship as a couple. You know, one thing that we don't really talk about is really what we didn't talk about before was the end scene, you know, where he gets stabbed. And she says, I love you. And yeah. you're like, you know, you're just trying not to cry. <laughs> it's rough. And, and, and it's, it is really weird because you're like, this is a cartoon and she's in love with a beast thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's really weird when you think about it, which don't think about it too much. <laughs> but when she says, I love you, and you see them all kind of together, like, you believe it, you know? Right. Right. And you're losing your mind, too, when he gets transformed back into a human. Which goes mm-hmm. back to talking about how good Paige O'Hara is as a voice actress. Right. She did such a good job in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I agree. Gosh, that fight scene at the end, dude. <laughs> I mean, I know we're talking about love, but that was that was legit. <laughs> there are a few fight scenes in Disney. He Batman he was Batman for a minute. Yeah. I mean when Gaston's swooping. running around smashing gargoyles and he turns around and Beast catches it. I mean <laughs> Every time. Chills. Every time chills. <laughs> you even have the lightning in the background with the cape. I mean, come exactly. on. <laughs> and he has the horns. <laughs> and he was hiding in the gargoyles, just like Batman. Dude, would. it's just metal. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, give me your number one. My number one, like I said, it goes with my number two, and that's Tarzan and Jane. I love them together partly because they're just... You know how we were talking about development? They really get some really cool moments of of development. It's not like they just run into each other and it's like it goes from there. It, it really shows like, okay, my favorite, one of my favorite scenes is when she's teaching him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. About the, you know, about how to first, you know, how to speak and all that sort of stuff. You can literally see them falling in love with each other mm-hmm. throughout the entire bit of the song. And I kind of love it because, you know, again, it's not like words are spoken or anything like that. And that reminds me of Beauty and the Beast as well. Mm-hmm. How you see that throughout uh, something there and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there are yeah. so many good moments, uh, like, you know, romantic moments, like when the bird flies away when she's painting it and he brings her. He like grabs her in her legs, oh, his legs and brings her up into the into the trees. You have that moment where they kind of Spider-Man through the jungle together and then the vines wrap yep. around. I mean, it. It is kind of like a superhero movie in a way, but at the same, but like their love is is really genuine. You know what I'm saying? And they don't kiss until the final 
scene of the movie, you know, which is really cool. Right. And then there's a little bit of like, will she go away on the boat for a second? Yeah. You're just kind of yeah. like, wait a minute. Like she should stay, right? Like right. you think that battle is done, you know, they're going to be together, right? It would just be them waving her dad off and then she gets on the boat and you're like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like what's going on? And uh, like I said, I love the beginning of the movie because of the parents being in love and it hits the movie off in a perfect way. The way this movie ends, ends in a perfect way. Them swinging through the jungle together and you see her dad swinging around on the vine. That's funny. And then they get to the very end and you just see that epic, epic shot. The camera starts panning out and he just, you know, does his Tarzan thing. Right. Mm -hmm. Very awesome. But like I said, as a couple, they're my favorite. Yeah. Hands down. They're such a fun couple, too. They were on my list at one point because I was just like, mm-hmm. I love how much fun they mm-hmm. were, not only to watch, mm-hmm. but just to see how much fun they had together yeah, and, as a couple. And talking about, you know, like we were talking about last the girl and, uh, you know, and that she had this. Jane didn't have, like, no power. She didn't have anything special about her. Right. But she was like, I'm going to get it done. I'm going to get it done somehow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And she was kind of ditzy about stuff, but she was tough. You know, just... Sure. You know, which, which once again, I think it kind of mirrors his parents, even from, you know, from that first minute, 30 seconds of the movie. There's a nice little mirror going on there. So absolutely, I, I really enjoyed them. Now, one of my favorite parts of that movie, actually what you were talking about, when she's on the boat and her dad looks at her and he's like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You want to stay, go stay. And then she's like, oh, you're being supportive? Bye. And <laughs> just <laughs> peace. In the thing. I love that scene. And then, when that happens, I'm like, wait a minute, but the dad's by himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Not he jumps long. in the water, and I'm like, this is great. This is yeah, fantastic. They're all together. <laughs> they're all together. That's true love. Yeah. And what's cool is, you know, you always hear the term opposites attract and whatnot. And Jane and Tarzan are very opposite. Mm-hmm. But they had so much in common. Mm-hmm. Like, Jane, all she wanted to do was see the gorillas and Tarzan's like, wait, I got you. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, and he took in. her to the nest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was such a cool scene because the animators, man, they did such a good job showing just, oh my God, this is incredible. Mm-hmm. She was blown away. Yeah. And she doesn't say, oh my God, I'm blown away. <laughs> they show it. And yeah. it was good, man. And, and I it's love that movie. scene where she's uh, drawing the monkey. And the baboons start chasing her. Yeah. And Tarzan has to save her. One of the coolest scenes in like all of Disney. I love that escape scene. It's it's so cool. Yeah. I'll agree with you there. All right, Chris. Well, you, my friend, for number three, stole my number one. Because mm-hmm. I really do love Flynn and Rapunzel. Yeah. But because you stole it, I will give an honorable mention. And I was trying to think of who I would want to put here. And the more and more I thought about it, I kept coming back to this couple. And it's Anna from Frozen and Hans. Okay. I love them together. Okay. I know how the movie ends. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I haven't forgotten. But I will say that I don't think that's how that was supposed to happen. Mm. There's a theory going around that the trolls in the movie wipe Hans's mind and tell him, you actually want to be here. 
to be king. You want to take over Arendelle. Because the trolls are with Kristoff. Clearly one of their kids. Actually, she stole him. That's another story. <laughs> so the trolls are helping Kristoff. Mm-hmm. And in the song... Fixer Upper, which a lot of people don't like, and I don't know why, because I think it's a lot of fun. But they flat out say, get the fiancé out of the way, and the whole thing will be fixed. And we've seen them already twice deal with heads and change memories and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So we know that they have the power to do that. I think that's what they did to Hans. And it makes me really sad, because in the very beginning of the movie, if you watch Hans, like... When he fell into the water, right? His horse dropped him in the water and he's underneath the boat and he lifts the boat up and he's watching after Anna. He's got that smile on his face. That is a smile of admiration and love. And he's like, she was really cool. I really liked her. Let's go screw her over. That's not what he was thinking. Like, you could see that. You know what I'm saying? I don't like your hmm. theory. <laughs> Which is a theory. Which is a theory. I never heard it. He's I'm telling you, man. Kind Frozen of buddy. 2. Listen, man. Frozen 2. It's going to come out, and it's going to be about Hans being <laughs> redeemed. I'm telling you. Okay. I'm telling you. Because they are adorable when they're talking on the balcony about, oh, you know, I, this see, and this. I, 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 say, I say no because that reveal at the end is awesome. When he turns around and he f- you find out he's evil, you're like, mm-hmm. whoa. And it's a genuine whoa. It's not mm-hmm. like. Right, because they didn't set it up throughout the rest of the movie. But you don't. But sometimes you don't have to set everything yes, up. Yes, you, no, do. you do. Not. You have to get the thing is though. Like I remember, I was surprised because there was no hint. Even that's it what was, I'm saying. It but, was almost like out of character. It was out ha- of character. Right. But when they explain it, you go, "Oh, okay. Now I understand why that there was nothing to it because that was his job. His job isn't to give you hints into maybe he's a bad guy because then that reveal at the end doesn't really pay off as good as it does. That and that's why. That's why afterwards when it gets expounded on and you find out why he was doing it mm-hmm. like oh okay that that's all the explanation you need you know and that and that i think is what makes it a better movie i really really do <laughs> because you are like oh my god the two peas in a pod like this is ridiculous right like they mm-hmm. they work out together but when you're a guy trying to take over the kingdom do what he was trying to do which was become the king you know it makes sense he would do all the things and like all the things that she wanted and and she liked. Okay, then, but real quick, going back to him smiling under the under the boat. Mm-hmm. Why would he do that? Nobody is there to see him. Smiling what? What are you talking about? When he falls into the water and he's under the boat, and he mm-hmm. lifts up the boat, and he's looking at her, he's watching her run away, oh, yeah. and he smiles. And he has mm-hmm. that dopey smile of like, mm-hmm. man, she's, I really Or like maybe her. he's just looking at her, and that's a sick way of like, I'm going to get that. No. I mean, it doesn't. No, 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 it no, does, no, no. It does no, not man. look like that. No. I, I. I honestly think if they did that thing with the trolls, it would just completely destroy what was awesome about that movie. Really? I really like that movie because of that. Because it's showing, it, it's it's a completely different thing. I thought they were, I'm like, here we go again. Yeah. Another prince, gonna fall in love. They're, it's a good just, twist. It's a good twist and it kind of, it makes the movie better. Like if they were to make mm-hmm. a whole movie about how these trolls did that, and you're like, well, now the trolls, now I really hate these trolls on top of the fact that <laughs> I don't like that song. So, I mean, I think it would just be going backward. I think it would kill all that is good about that first movie. Like, 
I don't disagree Stop. You're just a you. villain, dude. That's just what you are. You're playing devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. Your favorite movie of the year is Venom, and you love... <laughs> <laughs> you agree with every one of his actions, and you're trying to make me sympathize with Hans, <laughs> with your theories. Come to my side, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> you're just sick, Bryce. Well, I'm happy you like took the time to go that deep into it, though. You're welcome, buddy. Although I think it's stupid, I, I'm happy you <laughs> did do that. Cause Thanks then, you for know. sharing. Yeah. Hey, man. I would love. I thought take... you were going to go with like a legit love story. I'm like, what is he doing right yeah. now? That is a legit love story. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh-huh. I would love to take credit for that theory. It's not mine. I've seen it uh-huh. elsewhere online. Right. Mm-hmm. But I agree with it. <laughs> I, I think it just, I think, you like, <laughs> okay, you explaining it to me, does it make sense? Sure. But does it fit? Would it would it destroy the first movie? It would. It just kind of destroys everything. Because then you're not then you're sitting there going, "Well, then who should she pick? Should she pick this guy who's like cutting ice for a living or the <laughs> prince?" Like that's kind of it that's what kind of makes it sweet. That's kind of like what makes the story really unique. I don't you know? know. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I like the fact that she ends up with Kristoff. I think they're That's an adorable couple. That's not what this sounds well. like. But you're a lawyer <laughs> for Hans right now. Listen, man, I I like the Hans character. You're doing a daredevil yeah. with Hans, and it's not cool, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can hear his heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's just run down our list real quick. Jamie, give me five to one. All right, five to one. All right, Lady and the Tramp. Roxanne and Max, Lizzie and Gordo, Corey and Topanga, and the classic Belle and Adam, or Belle beating the Beast. Nice, nice, nice. Chris? I had uh, Indiana Jones and Marion, uh, David and Nani. I had Flint Rider and Rapunzel, Tarzan's parents, and then Tarzan and Jane. Very good. I had Wally and Eve. I had Roger and Anita from... 101 Dalmatians, Belle and Beast from Beauty and the Beast, Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl, and my number one is Flynn Rider and Rapunzel. Honorable, an honorable mention, mention. Yeah. Hans. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's an honorable mention of Hans and Anna. Uh-huh. Just defeating the whole purpose of love. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you all my love and then uh, this over here, whatever this is, the bad guy. <laughs> he was wronged. <laughs> That's the end for this week anyway. I wanted to thank you all for listening. You can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Twitter, Tumblr, and SoundCloud. You can also find us on DigiFox Studios' new network, Fox Playbox. Just type in foxplaybox.com. You can find all the shows in our network. If you would be so kind as to like, favorite, and subscribe, I would greatly appreciate it. If you don't want to do that, or if you already have, share it with a friend. Let other people know about us. I really like that. <laughs> and that's going to do it for tonight. Thank you all so much for listening. Welcome to 2019 with us. And until next Saturday, this is Bryce and Chris saying, have a good night and may all your endings be happy. (laughs) Well, you know the rest.